Uh, hello, my friends. Skip here again for another episode of The Matrix Has You, a podcast that hopefully challenges your notions of reality, but also helps you understand that there's a better one. Uh, I say that not so much as a tagline, although it's a pretty good tagline, but as a fact that uh, I spent years as clergy, I spent years as a facilitator of groups, as a leader of retreats, uh, trying to help people see that the reality they're in is not all there is. Uh, I could not, for a very long time, put my finger on what it was uh, until about four years ago when I left the Christian church uh, I began to see why the universe was pushing me out of there uh, because I am convinced what the what's wrong with the reality we're in is that it's created by us uh, there's no flow to it there's no there's not very much grace involved in being a human being uh, so I want to talk about how we see that now I talked in my last podcast a little bit about, you know, how we can see um, something other than the false reality we're caught in, the matrix, the, the collective false self. Uh, synchronicities, miracles, uh, mysterious lights in the sky, uh, people having near-death experiences, people having astral projection experiences, uh, some of which I've had, I have talked to people who have had things like that happen. Uh, people who confided in me as their minister that although they were in a hospice room in Iowa, they were literally in Denver, Colorado uh, the night before, walking around the street. And so, you know, it's easy to say, well, that's just the morphine. Well, it's not. It, it, there is more to reality than we understand. And I'm, I'm certainly not going to try to unpack all of reality for you. Uh, but I just want to leave you with that notion that, that um, things that seem mysterious, uh, that seem even wacky at times, uh, are really invitations, as I said in my last podcast, uh, to view reality in a wider, deeper uh, wait. I want to talk briefly today about seeing the matrix itself. You know, I just talked about how we see outside of it. I want to talk about seeing the matrix, the false, the collective false self, the false reality we're in itself. And it, it took me a long time to understand this. So I'm really hoping I can on some level articulate this in, in some decent way. Uh, have you ever been watching, I don't know, let's say the news, excuse me why I make a mess of my room here. Uh, maybe you're watching the news. Uh, maybe you're listening to a friend talk about their life. And internally you say to yourself, that's not right. I remember when communism fell in the late 80s and early 90s. They, 
they uh, began to go into the former communist countries and they found these orphanages full of kids and the kids had been unattended and they spent days in their own cribs and their own feces uh, really scarred deeply rocking back and forth and I remember I was a young man then uh, really being profoundly moved by this this notion that that these children I had just had my very first child Maybe that's why it affected me so deeply. But this notion that someone just completely ignored these kids to the point of permanently damaging them. I remember being in tears about that. And I remember saying to myself, that's not right. You know, there's, there's something anti-human about that. There's something antithetical to who we are about something like that. I literally, if I tried, could name you thousands of those moments in my life. Thousands of those moments when I said to myself, that's not right. People should not be doing that to each other. Uh, I remember uh, reading and listening to uh, veterans from World War II, or from any war for that matter, and, and listening to the level of cruelty that war can bestow upon humans, and thinking to myself, that's not right. That, that, that's unnatural. That's abnormal. Uh, not just abnormal in the sense of the morals that we hold, but really antithetical to what it means to be a human being. And so if you look around, if you were to look around, maybe turn on the news, maybe um, even look into your own life, those times, those mistakes you've made that were really against everything that humans um, really hold sacred, you get that sense that, that this isn't right. And it's a very profound sense. Now, I do want to say this. I don't think everyone gets that. And that's because we live in a false reality. That's because, and this isn't a scientific percentage, but I'm guessing 98% of the people we, we see every day uh, are, as they say in the movie, asleep. <laughs> they are fully immersed in the false reality. And if you try to free them, uh, they will attack you. Trust me on this. Uh, they will attack you verbally, physically, spiritually. They'll come after your family because they don't want their reality disturbed. And so there's very few of us, I think, that can take, you know, sort of this abnormal uh, behavior, poverty, racism, wars, and say to ourselves, that's not right. But it's when we say to ourselves, that's not right, that there's, a, there's another invitation in there. Not only when we see the things outside of the matrix, those miracles, but when we see things within the matrix, those can be invitations also.
but here's where we fall short. And here's the challenge. Because so often, all, all of that results in, when we say something's not right, is us trying to fix it within the context of the thing that makes it not right. We try to fix the woes and the pains of the world in the context of the false reality we find ourselves in. And then 30 years later, 100 years later, we're scratching our head, wondering, you know, why hasn't this been fixed? Why hasn't poverty been solved, right? Why hasn't uh, human, why haven't humans found a better way uh, to uh, resolve issues than war? And that's because we keep trying to fix it with broken tools. We keep trying to fix it in the same broken way with the same broken reality, expecting different results. It's like a drug addict who believes that every time they pick up a drug, the end result will be positive when it won't be. When it won't be. I don't, I'm not always comfortable with the word addict because I, I really think drug addiction is just another symptom of of the false reality. People know that the, the thing that we call real isn't real. So they try to chemically escape it. It doesn't work. I tried it. But my point is this, that intuitively, at least a couple of us in this world, at least some percentage of people in this world intuitively know that it's not right. Something's wrong. This isn't right. Children starving isn't right. Children in poverty isn't right when you have a very few people at the top who have all the wealth. Now, that's not right socially, but the reason it's not right socially is because that's the society we have made. And I include myself. I include all of us. The society we have made is formed in dualism. And so, therefore, one person has to have and another person has to have not. In order for you to have more, Someone has to have less. We have to, we have the, the reality we have created makes us juxtapose ourselves against other people. And the cycle continues. And we scratch our heads. And we wonder why we're still fighting over the same thing, in America anyway, that the Civil War was over. We're still wondering why we're fighting against poverty and and all the isms, you know, racism, sexism, ageism. Uh, we still wonder why there's bullying in our schools. That's because, folks, that's the way we have created reality. And it's a false reality. And so I want to leave you with that. Not only can you see an invitation from outside of the false reality, you can see invitations from inside the false reality. Whenever you see violence, whenever you see poverty, whenever you see things that are anti-love, anti-help, anti-grace, that's not who we are. But it is, my brothers and sisters, it is the reality that we've created. And I hope that this podcast helps us all understand that. Anyway, I will talk to you later. I am so grateful for your time. Thank you.